Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Over, 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 all things ATL. For everything Falcons. First to the end zone, touchdown! This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host... Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy Dylan Matthews alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Peace Street Football. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peace Street Football wherever you get your podcast. We're on the Odyssey app, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Peace Street Football is there. Bo Morgan, what is going on, brother man? It is a hump day for real this time. I got the days a little mixed up uh, yesterday, but it's actually a hump day today. How are we feeling? Hey, man, we're here. We're good. We're, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm looking forward. I'm excited. I've got a lot of, um, it's weird because, you know, Sunday was a loss and a disappointing one, but yep. um, as they all are, but, um, and I think I was talking to somebody else about this, but it was a game that you kind of felt like there was a lot of good things that you that you took out of it. Um, right. Offensively, I don't know. It just, it felt like progress um, in some ways yeah. for, I know, and it was sucks because it was that, you know, I'm, I'm talking about a game where um, we were uh, essentially eliminated from the playoffs. Well, no, essentially we were eliminated from the playoffs, right. but, I just felt like there were some good things um, in the end of the day that the offense did and and, and, and that Desmond Ritter showed you. And, um, you know, I'm not – I'm not sure where where they stand. And I think looking forward to the next – as far as the quarterback situation is, and looking forward to the next two games, mm-hmm. I think there can be a lot taken out of it because uh, I'm seeing a lot of the things that I wanted to see from Ritter. And I was afraid I might not see, which was how he handled the certain certain you know line of scrimmage and those types of things and the control he takes. And I'm really impressed. And so I have a little bit of a, you know, um, I don't want to say it's I, I want to say a little bit of a, a, excitement or encouragement uh, yeah. of what, what's to come. So that's how I feel today. Wow, I'm, I love it. I love the optimistic attitude from Squidbilly to start start things off. That is amazing, and I'm with you. Uh, it is a good look into the future of what's to come. 
and what could be for this Atlanta Falcons football team. Like you said, we're, we're still working the kinks out as far as, you know, Desmond Ritter goes, but the connection he already has with Drake London, that's something to be excited about and uh, something that we would love to see keep progressing. Just, again, Desmond Ritter's improvement from his first start to his second start, there was a lot of improvement there. You love to see that. So, you know, there are definitely things to be excited about, and there's reason to be excited about the future of this Atlanta Falcons football team because, again, seems like we'll, when the next two games will we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tell a little bit more for us, but it seems like we could possibly have the next guy in place in Desmond Ritter again. We we will we will see. Um, we you know the draft is coming up, and you know so far this 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 past draft class for uh, Terry Fontenot and, and Arthur Smith looks pretty good. Um, and we're gonna have some money to spend, so we'll maybe we we should be able to fill some holes that way. Maybe resign some of our own guys as well. So, you know, there's there's excitement to there's excitement here. And I think we are on the up and up when we talk about the Atlanta Falcons. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. But do want to talk about something here very briefly. And really, this is just kind of a point to show that guys really, really like, it's not to say they don't care, but like, there's no tanking, there's no quitting, you know, even when the writing might may be on the wall, like, guys still take like every single game seriously like no matter what um Grady Jarrett after the Ravens game and you know now it was obvious you know he was going to be upset after the Falcons got eliminated from the playoffs but you could just really tell some frustration had been built up not just for this year but you know possibly years past to these these last few years where the Falcons have haven't been able to make it into the postseason um you know he said same ish different year you know he actually say ish you know the word he said but um, he really just voiced his uh, frustrations about the the struggles the Falcons have had um, year in and year out when when it comes to to making the playoffs and you know he just talked about how how hard he fights and how hard the team fights and but just not being able to get the results the the guys want so you really feel for Grady Jarrett there because he's really been a leader he always plays his tail off I mean he he worked really hard this season was in one of the best the best shape of his career. And you really just feel for the guy and, you know, you understand all that frustration coming out. Yeah. And look, I think it's very important when um, a guy like a locker room presence, a leader like Grady Jarrett, it voices frustration. And I don't necessarily think it was um, necessarily aimed at, at, uh, you know, at the, at the team, the coaching no. staff, or anything like that. Yeah. But I think there is frustration, and this has been – this is what the organization has has kind of been uh, taken to, but but because of the sins of the past, the sins of our fathers, yep. um, so to speak. <laughs> you know, the guys that came before Terry and Arthur, uh, you know, guys that I have relationships with, but there's no doubt that it, the last two 
uh, two to three years of the, the, the Thomas Dimitrov, Dan Quinn era, they made moves that about for the roster that affected the future because of where they were with the cap and, 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 and the financials, they mortgaged the future. Um, when yep. they turn bonus, uh, uh, salaries into bonuses and, 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 um, minimize the cap hit for those contracts that year that pushes it down the road. And it was the ultimate, uh, conundrum that when the pandemic hit, uh, it, it hamstrung you because now you're, you know, the 2021 season, you were dealing with a cap that was um, 30 to $40 million of, of less than you had projected. Right. And now, the, and then the cap this year kind of came back to where it was supposed to have been um, in 2021. And so it affected everything. And, and I'm, I'm bringing all that up to say the team has been hamstrung with how they could build this roster. Right. Uh, the last two years. The last two years has been um, strictly through uh, one-year deals, uh, you know, cheap one-year contracts, the draft and undrafted players. Um, yep. On a, on, you know, if Tampa Bay and, um, you know, some of the, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles and some of these teams that are, that are contenders this year, and Tampa Bay is probably a bad example, are shopping at Nordstrom's. You know, the Falcons have been shopping at big lots. Yeah. And that's that's the gist of it. So when people get on to the coaching staff and say, well, I think they need to be fired because they're not winning. Winning with what? Right. Um, you know, it's it, this is a baller on a budget, so to speak. So I think the frustration is will the real. The good thing is, is Grady has signed a contract. The bad thing is he can always right. ask for a trade. Right, uh, but the good thing is, is Grady's not that kind of player, and I think no. he's here for the long haul, and I think he sees the writing on the wall. But I yeah. think the frustration is, is that he, he that this this team, whether the talents there or not, they had a good core, right. uh, a bunch of guys who 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 bought in to what they were being sold, which was, look, we might not be the most talented, but if we play together, we follow the game plan. If we can find a way to minimize our mistakes. Mm. postseason's real and it was real this was a first place team in november so the all that being said um it's it is frustrating when he knows that they've been eliminated now this is a situation where grady's the kind of guy that's going to bust his ass in the offseason turn it around not turning it around he's played well this year and hopefully he's playing next year next to a first round draft pick and or um, a, a, a guy like a Deron Payne type player, yeah. someone that can help Grady be take the pressure off of being double teamed every single play and still making plays somehow and really help. I think there's some guys on this team that should be on this roster next year. Their role should be different though, right? And hopefully that's that's the case. But look, that's the guys that are going to be here. They need to take notice of what Grady's saying because this next year. This isn't where we need to be. Next year, we no. need to be in or on the cusp of making the playoffs. And I say on the cusp as in in with coming down games, yeah. December 28th with two games to go. Um, we need to be talking about when and we're in. Right. Exactly. I'm completely with you because, you know, the frustrations have built up. But again, 
you haven't had much to play with um, when you talk about what Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot inherited. You haven't had much to do. They, they've been pretty handcuffed and handicapped. So, And honestly, they've exceeded my expectations with what they have done you know, with the uh, what they've been able to do with the roster that they've had in these past two years. So we'll see how they uh, finish these last two games. But I've been very impressed with what they've been able to do uh, with the roster. But, yeah, I completely agree. Grady isn't mad at the team. He isn't mad at the coaching staff. He isn't mad at other players. He's just mad at the fact that this team had a chance and you have and you have that hope. Um, and then, you know, you, you get to the expectation of, okay, like we, we should, we, we can, and we should make it into the postseason. And then when that doesn't happen, you're obviously frustrated. So completely understand where Grady Jarrett is coming from, but I know he'll be, he'll be back and, and ready to go and ready to make that uh playoff push again next year. And like you said, this is a football team that should be leaps and bounds better than what they are this year. You should have filled some holes with the money you have in free agency, hopefully you draft as well uh, this upcoming draft as well as you drafted, you know, this past draft. And that means you 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 have starters in it at least, at least the first three rounds. Hopefully, you know, maybe more than that. We'll see if everything pans out well. And, you, you know, you're again, you're talking about um, being in the playoffs come the last week of the season. Not, you know, with two weeks left or being eliminated with two, two weeks left or anything like that, but you know, actually making it in or, you know, a win in your end, like scenario, like you said, in a week 18. So we'll see, but definitely understand the frustrations there from Grady Jarrett. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Bo, for the last couple of minutes here, what do you say we take our first look at the Arizona Cardinals, who are also pretty uh, beat up here, especially at one important position, that is the quarterback position. It seems like we are going to see one old Trace McSorley again for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray obviously out for the season with a torn ACL, I believe it was. And uh, I think Colt McCoy is still out as well. So that leaves the reins of the quarterback position to Trace McSorley. And uh, automatically, you know, he's an athlete. You know about the things he can do with his feet. So the main thing I think off the bat, Bo, is you want to make sure you can keep Trace McSorley in the pocket and make sure you make him beat you with his arm because I don't think he can do that. Yeah, Trace McSorley, the old... uh... Penn State quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know, look, he's four year guy. He played in Baltimore for a few years. Um, mm-hmm. got to play some there when Lamar was hurt in the pandemic here, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, and then you have David Blau as his backup, which is funny. <laughs> um, if uh, if Colt McCoy is still out, which I, I'm a pretty positive Colt McCoy will will yep. still be out. Um, dude, Trace McSorley last week. 24 of 45 for 217. I mean, wow. You know, Desmond Ritter, Ritter, out. Ritter was 22 of 33 for 218. So that that shows you that the rookie outplayed the four-year yeah. veteran. 
Um, but look, this is an offense in Arizona that is they're they're, they're not very good at running the football. Um, you know, they're twentieth in the league in running, which which could help the Falcons. Maybe the Falcons could 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 um could win early on rundowns. This has been a bad run defense for the Falcons the last six or seven weeks. And they're one of the worst passing offenses in the league as well. So this is an opportunity for the Falcons. But now the thing that I'm looking at is this is a uh, – the, the run defense for Arizona is not too bad. But mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at a, another day that maybe Desmond Ritter could have a good good game um, because this is a bottom-tier passing defense. Now, J.J. Watt has played really good lately. and Obviously, he's announced his retirement. So – this is a um a retirement tour in some ways for JJ, but right. um you know, he he's half a sack away from another 10 sack season. Wow. Uh, guy's got 111 and a half on his career. So just a nut just a phenomenal and that's and that's playing through a lot of injuries. Yeah. Uh, for there's a few right. years there. But but this is a defense that I think can be had. And so my first look at them is can the Falcons in the passing game, continue the growth of Desmond Ritter. Like we saw last week, I need another step. Can they take another step? Um, is that something that maybe this team can do? Because if so, I, I, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I want to see sure. Desmond Ritter take another take another step against a porous defense. You know, when it comes to, um, uh, you know, early looks and matchups, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is coming off a one-catch, four-yard performance last week. Wow. Um, so, I bring that up because they've got some weapons in the passing game. Hollywood Brown yeah. is a guy that can burn you deep. Uh, he hasn't had a, uh, you know, a great season. I mean, he's been okay. He's got 60 catches on the year. But they got Farrow, Farrow Cooper's another guy that can play. A.J. Green, Robbie Anderson. They've got some weapons. Uh, Zach Ertz. So, well, Ertz is 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 uh, believe on the IR. Oh, he's on IR. Um, okay. So they've got some guys that can play, and you know James Connor's a guy who's had a little bit of a revival in um in Arizona. Uh, uh he had he had a he had a great year um with Pittsburgh, I believe, last year, and then mm-hmm. uh, came over, but um. You know, he's he's had he's a guy that, actually I believe it was last year that he had a great year. Uh that's exactly right. He played last year in twenty one. Yeah. I apologize. I messed that up. He had a revival year last year. Um and 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 now he's looking to have a you know, he's had an okay year this year. Um, but he's a guy that can hurt you if they can they can get running downhill. So there's there's reason, you know, you, this isn't gonna be a, just a walkthrough. There's no such no. thing as this team as a walkthrough for this team. They played Tampa tough last week. Yeah. Uh, albeit at home uh, on on Christmas uh, night, but the, you know you should be able to go out and do some of the things that you want. And the thing that I'm looking at is since you know the last last month and a half, two months, this team has not been very good at, at punching the ball in. No. And the red zone offense, I feel like, has went down. And and you're now 13th in the league in red zone offense, which they were in top 10 for a majority. Last week is the prime example. This is the 31st-ranked red zone defense <laughs> in football. So I need to get healthy. And what I'm, what I'm, what I want to see, I talked about it earlier with Desmond, 
But I want to see the continued growth, and now you build some momentum because right. the way I see it right now is Desmond Ritter is going to be your quarterback starting 23. Mm-hmm. Unless you somehow lose the next two games, he looks abysmal, and you're picking one or two. And even then, I'd probably take one of those, a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter. Yeah, for sure. Um, right there. Yeah. Instead of a quarterback. I'm not big on these quarterbacks. Not 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 the main two that have been touted as the top two quarterbacks in, in, in the draft. So my point is, is that you have a chance to get healthy against a team who has their own struggles. They have their own injuries. Their defense can get after you, but they're not very good in a lot of areas. I want to see more growth from Desmond. I want to see Drake break that 100-yard mark. I want to see Desmond find some other guys and spread the ball out a little bit more. I want to see continued improvement. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, the growth uh, needs to be there. And even again, you want the wins to be there, and you would think the the wins are, are are paralleled with the growth. With the growth, there'll be better performance. With better performance, there'll be wins. So that that should fall in line if there is improvement. But even if the wins don't necessarily come, you really just want to see the growth and development of Desmond Ritter, Drake London, guys like that, all the young guys um out there. And also, too, you talked about this pass defense not being very good. Uh, Buda Baker, one of their uh, main guys, uh, say, uh, starting safety for them, he is out right now. Um, they already have ruled him out on the early injury report. And then uh, Colt McCoy, just uh, FYI, he is questionable. So maybe there's a chance we see Colt McCoy instead of Trace McSorley. So that's just food for thought there. But either way it goes, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a test for the uh, the Atlanta Falcons and another opportunity to just go out there, get better, and you know prepare for for the future and prepare for next year. Because again, I'm with you. I think Desmond Ritter needs to be and should be and so far has played his way into being the starter next year. And again, um, depending on where you end up draft wise, that that helps a lot because you you can just go get you a nice defensive player or, you know, depending on where you're at, maybe uh, if you want to get another offensive lineman, something like that. But either way it goes, um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this Atlanta Falcons offense, like you said, attacks the second to last uh, uh, defense, uh, red zone defense in the league. So hopefully we can see Desmond Ritter's uh, first touchdown pass of his career. We haven't seen that yet. Hopefully we get that. Uh, we should have had it last week, but um, hopefully we get that this week. And, you know, we, we just keep seeing uh, improvement. And look, as far as, you know, the, the, the Cardinals run defense being pretty good, I think we can run on just about anybody. I mean, we still got even it was even though it was well below our average, we still got 115 yards on the Baltimore Ravens. So I think we'll at least get some version of the running game going. I think we'll at least get a uh, hundred plus yards going in the run game. Maybe not 160 or 164 or anything like that, but I think we'll be able to get the running game going. And uh, what I want to see, if, if as far as we talk about a first look, 
I want to I want us to see I want us to keep seeing um the Falcons being able to get pressure because our pass rush has been inconsistent to say the least this year and I want to see us really be able to get pressure and I know you know we're we're dealing with you know we we don't have a ton of guys there at the pass rush position but you know I would love to see Arnold Ebicady get in there and hopefully disrupt a few more plays and get a few sacks or at least some tackles for loss um, so I want to see pass rush. That's just something I want to see. If we can maybe build up a little momentum in the in the pass rush game, that would be, I think, vital for me because we haven't been able to see it consistently all year. So if we can get maybe a little consistent pass rush in these past two games. I, I think that'd be huge for the Falcons. Yeah, I was just looking at um, <clears throat> at Marcus Mariota's performances all year, mm-hmm. and Marcus's best performance was against Carolina. Uh, on uh, in Halloween, he was twenty of twenty eight for two fifty three, um, with three touchdowns, two picks, completed seventy one percent. Right, right. His next best was Week Three against Seattle, where he was thirteen of twenty for two twenty nine with a touchdown, a pick, sixty five percent. Desmond, in his second start last week, went twenty two of thirty three for two eighteen. So that is the Third best passing performance all season by a Falcons quarterback. And it was by a rookie quarterback in the second ever start. In a uh, 20 degree weather that felt like mm-hmm. two with a 25 mile an hour gust. Against so, a very good Ravens defense as well. So, well, they're not a great pass defense. They're a very good yeah. run defense. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that was on the road in a tough environment. So the point of the, the point of bringing that up is that let's see more of that. Let's continue right. growth. That's what we want to see now at the end. Everybody says, we want to see what we got. We want to see what we got. Well, I think we're starting to see what we got, and I don't think it's too bad. And I think it's been – I think he's he's comfortable, and I think that was part of why they, you know, didn't start him early on. They've kind of tried to slow roll him to get him comfortable, to get him adapt to the offense in the, in the NFL, and I think it's worked. And now I think – we might see some benefits of it. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about seeing more of that. Yeah, I'd love to see some more pass rush. I'm with you on that. But, you know, I want to see this game. This is a run first team. I want to see them run the ball and set up the pass based off that. I want to see it early and often. And I want to see a couple of times. I want to see 20. I got to see 20 points in this game at least. I need need three touchdowns in the red zone this week. We need it. We need it. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Um, and speaking of what we want to see and what we need to see, Bo, is there, you know, we've been seeing Tyler Algier start to get more carries. Obviously, we're seeing Desmond Ritter right now. We're seeing Drake London obviously get more involved. And part of that is, you know, Desmond Ritter being in there. And, you know, that's Desmond's guy. And they've already built up that connection. That started uh, in, in the offseason when they got, when they first came in. but. Besides those things, is there anything else in these last two games that you want to see more of, whether that's a player getting more snaps, 
whether that's, you know, something as far as the game plan goes and the offensive or defensive side of the ball. Is there anything that you would like to see in these past two games that you really haven't seen uh, leading up to this point? Well, Troy Anderson has played a um, significant mm-hmm. amount of time the last few weeks. Correct. And I'd like to see him. I feel like he's been really close to making some plays. Yeah. Um, I need, I want to see him finish some of those plays. I, and I, I'm not trying to criticize the guy his, you know, last week, um, you know, he had, he had a forced fumble, um, you know, three, three tackles. I, I, I would love to just kind of see him finish. I thought there was a few plays there for the making last week and he just kind of missed, uh, just wasn't able to, to finish. And I'd like to see a little bit more from him there. Um, to me, that is that is a that is a, a a real a real thing that I'd love to see because I think he's starting to really figure it out. And you know, he's got fifty eight tackles on the year. Um, he's he had, does have three tackles for loss. Which if you you know if you look at Michael Walker, who started and played a significant amount of the snaps this year, he's only got four tackles for loss. So wow, Troy Anderson yeah. is is. Is, is is getting there he's close yep um, and i i just want to see a little bit of of, of more, more a little bit more growth but uh, i think he's getting another guy that i think is probably starting to really get comfortable and it'd be nice to see him finish a few big plays uh in this game or in the next few weeks and kind of show that he is um he's starting to get it figured out because that's a linebacker in space that this you know that I don't want to set this expectation, but I think this guy can be a Luke Keekley type mm. player because what, and, and the reason is I think he can look. He's got the size, he's got mm-hmm. the physicality, he's got the speed. So can his ball hawking, can his boss, you know, that 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 just to the football type of player that Keekley always was. Right. That could be him. And so I want to see this. I want to continue to see growth from him because it's exciting watching him play. And we're at that part of the season where, you know, let's let's watch some of the, you know, everybody's been crying for it, but we're now we're there. Let's watch some of these young guys <laughs> play and, and let's, let's, let's feel that excitement. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And, you know, I don't think that's far-fetched at all saying that, you know, Troy Anderson could be a type of uh, a Luke Keekley type player. And you said it all. He's got the speed. Uh, he's smart, too. I mean, this is a guy in college, played both sides of the ball. Obviously played a quarterback um, for for a little bit too. So I mean he's got he's got the football IQ as well. So you know you, you just apply all that and he could and he already looks like and he seems like he could be an even better football player than what he already is. So I'm with you when it comes to uh, Troy Anderson and right now he seems like one of the prototypical types of linebackers that Dean Pease wants on this defense. So I think that's very well said about Troy Anderson and I, I can't help but agree. But, Bo, I think that's just going to about do it for us on a home day edition of Peachtree Football. When we talked to you guys on Friday, we gave you our first look at the Arizona Cardinals today. We're going to give you a full preview of Falcons versus Cardinals, 1 o'clock this Sunday in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the penultimate game for the Atlanta Falcons this season. And uh, we'll get into the matchup. We'll hopefully we'll get a little bit more news on. Well, we probably depend on what time. Well, we'll see what uh, what Colt McCoy's status is looking like. But right now he is questionable. So you're telling me there's a chance Colt McCoy might play. So we'll see that. Obviously, 
not actually be that great for the Atlanta Falcons because Colt McCoy is actually a pretty solid uh, quarterback and pretty solid backup. But it doesn't mean uh, that all chances are lost for the Falcons by any means. Colt McCoy isn't all that in a bag of chips. But anywho, we'll we'll give you some information on that if we have some, and we'll give you our keys to the game. We'll give you matchups to watch. I'll give you Dylan's deciding factor, and of course, to round things out. We will give you all score our score predictions. That will all be on Friday, or we call it Friday, here on Peace Street Football. But until then, make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peace Street Football. We are on the Odyssey app. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We are wherever you get your podcasts. So for Bo Squid Billy Morgan, I am Dylan Matthews. Until we talk to you guys on Friday. Oh, I'm only giving you one. Peace.